So now we have the great joy of listening to one of my favorite people. Let's welcome Vinita Rodman Jenkins. I am Vinita. I've lived in the financial district with my husband, Todd, for the past five years. It's pretty much the same amount of time I've been coming to the river. And I am just so happy and grateful for the opportunity to share with you all this morning. As many of you know, for the past couple of months, we've been in a very meaningful and inspiring sermon series entitled, The Power of the Holy Spirit in Ordinary Times. And today's theme will focus on the Holy Spirit as comforter. As we move into today's sermon, we will see that this gift of comforter is for everyone. So when we come to those points in our lives, when we find ourselves in need of a helper or an advocate, we can rest assured that the Holy Spirit is with us to comfort us and be a source of strength in any situation. Caroline went into great depth setting the stage regarding ordinary time with the sermon series opener. This ordinary time that we are currently in is a period within the Christian calendar after Pentecost and prior to Advent, which does not include the notable Christian holidays like Lent and Easter. Now, my personal reaction to hearing the term ordinary time, even though I'm familiar with the term from my Catholic roots, was a feeling of uneasiness. And I had to ask myself why I was feeling this way. I began to reflect and realize that it probably had something to do with being raised to distance myself from people, places, and things that were, well, ordinary. There was even a song that I was in love with back in college by the gospel group commissioned, entitled, The Ordinary Just Won't Do. (laughs) Upon further reflection, another song came to mind, and the lyrics convey how the little things or ordinary things in life become much more when we place them in the hands of Jesus. I came to realize that the gift of the Holy Spirit is in fact powerful during these ordinary times because the work of the Holy Spirit is always extraordinary. And I began to see how the Holy Spirit was working in an extraordinary way in my own life. Just as Jesus gave this gift of the Holy Spirit to his disciples, I'm a beneficiary as well. And I find joy in knowing that the comforter has come. Let's look together at John 14 verses 25 to 27. And it reads, I am telling you these things now while I am still with you. But when the father sends the comforter, Instead of me, and by the comforter, I mean the Holy Spirit, he will teach you much 
as well as remind you of everything I myself have told you. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't fragile like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. Now, Jesus has only a short time left with his close friends before his death. And during this time, he gives instruction, guidance, and encouragement as he prepares them for what's to come. Even though he was leaving them, he would not be leaving them alone and without hope. He would leave them with a comforter. Imagine you're planning a long journey and it is your responsibility to speak with your family or friends or colleagues about everything they will need to know while you're away. I recently had this experience as my husband and I were planning for two separate long trips And there were several items we had to cover to ensure our affairs would be handled appropriately until our return. Now, imagine these instructions are being given and the parties on the receiving end are listening, but somehow they are not fully comprehending the words being conveyed. This is what was happening with Jesus and his friends. He had been living with them for a few years, performing great works, miracles, restoring lives, and shaping, shaking up the status quo, the current order of the day. He healed on the Sabbath. He hung out with people that other people shunned, and the list goes on and on. His departure, though, now was at hand. And he explained to his disciples, you might not understand the full scope of what I am sharing with you at this time. However, as time passes and I am no longer with you, you will remember these words that I have spoken to you. And the Holy Spirit will teach you everything and remind you of what I've said. Jesus also said that the Holy Spirit would bring peace to their minds and hearts. A special kind of peace that is hard to even comprehend. Jesus assured them that even though he was leaving, he would continue to be with them through the gift of the Holy Spirit. And they would have all that they would need to continue the work of Jesus with love being the overarching mission. So the Amplified Bible says it this way, and I'll just read it for you. I have told you these things while I'm still with you, but the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit whom the father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will help you remember everything that I've told you. Peace. I leave with you. My perfect peace. I give to you, not as the world gives. Do I to you 
Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. Now, a Greek word for the Holy Spirit is parakletos, and it is translated in various ways, comforter, advocate, counselor, and one called alongside to help. We can have peace because she is always present with us. Can you imagine how the disciples probably felt after hearing about this gift? Maybe a sense of assurance because, I mean, this gift is awesome. Maybe sadness or a sense of loss as Jesus talked about his departure. Maybe they felt overwhelmed, maybe confused as they tried to understand all that he was saying. I've probably experienced all of these emotions at various points in my life, particularly surrounding our recent move with my parents, which has been in the works now for a couple of years. On one hand, I'm excited about living with my parents in my beloved New Jersey, because after all, I've been told that Jersey girls are best in the world. (laughs) And on the other hand, you know, there's a feeling of loss because I'm going to miss my beloved New York City. On one hand, we'll have more space. On the other hand, we'll still have to negotiate that space in a healthy way as four people are coming together who have never lived together before. I remember about eight years ago hearing my friend's story about his mother getting older and how he would have to help her make changes to her living situation, he made a statement which I've always always remembered. He said, now we become the parents. Now, even though I knew where he was coming from, it made me feel a bit unsettled because I wasn't sure that I fully embraced this notion. But it wasn't only this friend. There were a host of people who shared this same belief. Whenever I mentioned the possibility of living with my parents, now we become the parents. So Todd and I talked about this, and we talked about how we really didn't agree with this role reversal, and we chuckled about the many ways our parents remind us of how well they function without us and the independence they would still like to maintain even at this stage of life. Okay, so I needed to come up with another phrase. So I started using a different phrase, We're supporting our parents. I even shared this with my parents who said they were open to living with us. 
look, mom and dad, everyone needs support. So we'll all be supporting each other. I said those words, but I didn't fully comprehend what I was saying. So we went ahead and we looked at houses and it was extremely difficult for us to find an ensuite on the first floor of the homes in our desired communities. This was important because I didn't want my parents to climb stairs. Then I became indignant about the situation. I mean, how dare these contractors not consider the needs of the elderly and extended families? Then I started to question myself. Is this strange that I want to live with my parents? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it even more strange that my husband's for it all? I received a revelation while in Ghana a few months ago that truly helped me embrace the power of the Holy Spirit working in this situation. We heard a lecture from a professor at the University of Cape Coast who discussed family dynamics and reciprocal patterns of support as part of African culture. The support is truly intergenerational, even down to the children being a respected source of help. Now, I know that many cultures honor their elders by having extended family households. However, this was something I had not experienced until now. So, yes, having been in this living situation for all of about a month, we are really supporting each other. I began to receive this on a deeper level And I came to the realization that my parents meet a need in my life that no one else can fill. I was so busy focused on them that I did not realize my own needs. But the Holy Spirit has taught me and has helped me to bring clarity to this entire situation. It was like the Holy Spirit was saying, Venida, just like you're a helper, the Holy Spirit has come to help you. Venida, just like you're an advocate, the Holy Spirit has come to be your advocate. Venida, just like you provide comfort, the Holy Spirit has come to be your comforter. And as a result, of truly embracing this, I have peace of mind and peace in my heart. So I don't have to be worried or afraid about anything as we settle into this new normal, particularly when we're still trying to fully move out of our apartment here in New York City. It's like... You have something good on one side and something that's very liberating, and then you have a burden on the other side. About three weeks ago, I had a big crash in my office. The housekeeping department was trying to move my furniture, and the entire structure 
shelves, cabinets came crashing down. Everything in my office was a mess. And it started from here and it went down and just crashed down. They were attempting to move my furniture so the HVAC personnel could access the system. Now, housekeeping didn't think it was a good idea, but they did it anyway. I was not in the office at the time. I was working in our conference room. When I heard it, my colleague and I jumped up and ran to the office door. Surprisingly, when I saw this mess, I was completely calm and at peace. I was more concerned with the housekeeping staff who got hit in the head by a piece of furniture. My colleague looked at me and commented, I cannot believe how calm you are. And I answered, neither can I. I experienced such a peace that enveloped me. It was a peace that passes all understanding. I knew that peace that I was experiencing in that moment was a gift from God. The peace surprised me. And to be honest, it scared me a little. I mean, I lost dishes, mugs, and other items that were of sentimental value. But I could feel in that moment the power of the Holy Spirit holding me, comforting me, telling me to be still and that everything would be fine. Not, and everything was fine. Everything was fine. Not is going to be fine once we clean up this mess. (laughs) But in this crazy moment, all was well because the comforter had come. The comforter has come. So it's customary for us to share practical suggestions as we close out sermons. And I have one as I close out this sermon. As you reflect on your own life and the various situations you're experiencing, whether good Exciting, challenging, overwhelming. I invite you to share, share with me in this short prayer. And simply put, we're going to just say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my life. And I would like for us, when I give us the cue, to say it in community and for us to say it three times. Now you can close your eyes. Earlier, John was talking about um, a posture of openness, so you can open your hands. Whatever you need to do to be open to this process. I'll repeat it one more time before we say it together, but we're simply saying, Holy Spirit, You are welcome in my life. So all together, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my life. 
Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my life. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my life. And the people of God said, Amen.